It is zero hour 30 universal time. And here is the news in special English. Afghan officials say a suicide bomber killed seven civilians and wounded eight others at the Kandahar airfield Thursday. The Taliban claimed responsibility for the attack. The group said it was targeting vehicles used by the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NATO said no coalition members were hurt. The airfield is used by foreign and Afghan forces. It is located at the Kandahar International Airport. Arab League observers will remain in Syria at least until Sunday. The observers have been watching Syrian government efforts to stop a violent campaign against government opponents. An agreement covering their deployment ended on Thursday. However, they will remain in Syria until after Arab League foreign ministers meet and study the observation team's final report. The ministers will then decide what to do next. Pakistan's Prime Minister made a rare appearance before the country's Supreme Court Thursday. Yusuf Reza Gilani says he did not commit a crime for not investigating a corruption case against the country's president. Lawyers accuse President Asif Ali Zardari and his wife, former Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto, of stealing millions of dollars and placing the money in Swiss banks. Mr. Gilani is trying to avoid being charged for failing to investigate Mr. Zardari. Mr. Gilani told the court Thursday he has no plans to restart the investigation. He said the president has complete protection from legal action, both inside and outside the nation. Pakistani security officials say two foreign aid workers were kidnapped in Punjab province Thursday. They said one of the workers is Italian. The nationality of the other worker is not known. No one immediately claimed responsibility. The Israeli army says it has arrested the Speaker of the Palestinian Parliament. Army officials say they believe Aziz Dwek is linked to a terrorist group. They arrested him Thursday near the West Bank city of Ramallah. Mr. Dwek is a top official in the Hamas movement, which governs the Gaza Strip. He was arrested in 2006, along with other government officials, after Palestinian militants captured an Israeli soldier. He was jailed for two years. One person was killed, and at least 27 others wounded, in an explosion in Turkey Thursday, in the mostly Kurdish city of Hakkari. No one immediately claimed responsibility. 
a provincial governor told reporters that the explosion happened on a busy street as a police car was driving by. Several policemen were among the wounded. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Military officials in Bangladesh say they have discovered a plot by religious extremists to oust the government of Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina. Brigadier General Mohammed Masood Razak told reporters Thursday that the plan was organized overseas. He said two retired military officers had been arrested. A third man, Army Major Zaul Haq, has fled and is said to be in hiding. General Razak said a total of sixteen current and former military officers had been involved. A bomb exploded at a camp for displaced people in Somalia on Thursday. The explosion killed six Somalis, including two police officers, and wounded several others. United Nations officials said they believe the bomb targeted a police security station. Separately, two Somali militants threw small bombs at the UN offices in Mogadishu. In answer to the increasing violence, the aid group Doctors Without Borders said it is closing its two largest medical centers in the city. Sudanese rebels say they shot down an army helicopter and killed 26 government soldiers in Sudan's Blue Nile state. A spokesperson from the Sudan's People Liberation Movement North says the clashes happened earlier this week. But army officials deny the group's report. They say soldiers killed seven rebels and that six government troops were wounded. Fighting between the rebels and the Sudanese forces began in September. The United Nations says the fighting has forced about half a million people to leave their homes. President Obama has promised to improve the country's tourism industry. He made the announcement at Disney World in the southern state of Florida. Disney World is one of the most visited places in the United States. Mr. Obama announced a new program to make getting visitor visas faster, especially for visitors from China and Brazil. Increasing wealth in both countries is quickly increasing the number of Chinese and Brazilians who are traveling to the United States. The President also promised to increase the number of countries whose citizens will not need tourist visas to enter the United States. Mr. Obama's program is aimed at creating jobs and improving the country's economic growth. 
Thursday was an eventful day in the American presidential campaign. Republican officials in Iowa reported that former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum received the most votes at the Iowa caucuses. Officials had earlier declared former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney the winner. Texas Governor Rick Perry announced he is suspending his campaign for the Republican Party presidential nomination. He said he was supporting former House Speaker Newt Gingrich. And Mr. Gingrich's second wife says he asked her to accept him having a second woman in his life. Marianne Gingrich told ABC News that her ex-husband asked for an open marriage. The events come just two days before the Republican primary election in the state of South Carolina. And now briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Arab League observers will remain in Syria at least until Sunday, even though an agreement covering their deployment ended on Thursday. Afghan officials say a suicide bomber killed seven civilians and wounded eight others at the Kandahar airfield Thursday. And military officials in Bangladesh say they have discovered a plot by religious extremists to oust the government. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming your way from Washington.